Ladies and gentlemen, as always, welcome back to the BB Show. I'm your host, Beebs. I'm joined by my co-host, Chen. We got a lot on the table today, talking divisional round recap, little champ- championship Sunday uh, preview. But before we get to all that, uh, Chen, how you doing today, man? I'm doing all right, given circumstances. A lot of snow here in the uh, <clears throat> sunshine state of Wisconsin. Um, <laughs> but no, in terms of just... Uh, you know, how the uh, overall playoff has been going. Um, really, all the games have been good in terms of uh, one of my upset picks of the week. But uh, <laughs> no, I, I guess we can uh, kick it off. I believe the first, first game on Saturday was Jags-Chiefs. Um, yeah. And this was a game that I watched pretty much start to finish. Um, I, was, I was with family during the time, so... You know, as everybody sits around, watches the TV, and uh, the whole Mahomes thing. Look, I'm hearing a lot of uh, crazy things lately. I'm hearing one thing with the whole Brock Purdy case. Mahomes is just part of Andy Reid's system. He, he's not really that great. His arm talent's a bonus. Yada yada yada. Who's and saying that? The... <laughs> Hold on. Where oh, are you hearing you, that? You'd be, dude, it takes one is this bad like, Twitter on. post. Is this, is this, okay, it's on Twitter. It's not your family. So oh, yeah. No, no, no. This was me just like chit chatting. It was like, I'm checking the Twitter during the game, just halftime. And you got people, well, and there's like actual, like Nick Wright, who says the best quarterbacks in the world. There's Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, and then Patrick Mahomes on one leg. And that's where I have to kind of start <laughs> to draw a line. Funny, but he was serious about it, which was like Nick Wright. Okay, he's, I, he's one of the most hit or miss commentators I think is out there. He's either hitting like the nail on the head, or he's way off in the other on the other side of the planet, man. I swear. And that might be the problem. I think he's you know at, at times I'll admit when I'm wrong, like Trey Young being an All Star, especially his percentages recently. I'm wrong. Um, he wouldn't do that. I haven't peeped he'd be like, he'd be like, oh, he's like not even forty percent from the field. He's shooting thirty percent. Okay. Like that's actually thirty percent, not like in the thirties uh, from three. Even though he's still averaging like twenty-seven, I guarantee you, Nick Wright would be like, well, he's he's averaging twenty-seven and nine and a half assists. He's basically a double double. Like he would try and die on that hill. And um, again, with the Patrick Mahomes thing, you you can't. Yes, he's great. And seeing greatness was fantastic, but you got to remember Chad Henney led a 98-yard touchdown drive. All right, so like yeah. that that happened during that game, and yeah. I'm not saying is is like a default to Patrick Mahomes. It's I think it's both. I think if they go in and Mahomes is not 100 going against Joe Burrow and the way the Bengals have been playing, especially defensively, uh, they're not going to win the game. But if he's playing how Patrick Holmes plays, he is unbeatable. Like, yeah, I, that I, is... I struggle to see, you know, I wouldn't say he's unbeatable. I think Burrow is on, I mean, he's on another kind of heater right now that I, I really haven't seen in a long time. My, but... It stops with that for me because the Chiefs took a step back while everybody else improved. And where are they right now? It, yes, ex- that's where that's exactly. Yeah, what I'm I mean, about to say like here's the here's the problem, and I don't see a lot of this anymore. But I used to see it a couple of years back, where people would try and like basically discredit Mahomes and say he's not the best quarterback in the world. And the, what where I struggled when people would say, "Oh, he's a, he's a product of Andy Reid's system," is like, no, we saw a product of Andy Reid's system. 
that was Alex Smith. Then yeah. this guy, and they were good, man. They were a playoff contender. Like Alex Smith was in the MVP conversation. If we if we remember, like way back in like Tyreek's rookie year, he was in the MVP conversation. Like, don't don't forget it. But yeah, uh, can't get it twisted. You know, they couldn't win playoff games. Then this guy shows up out of Texas Tech and elevates them to five straight. Well, uh, is he been five, to five straight? straight? AFC been to five straight? championships. Alex Smith yeah. one of them. I couldn't remember if Alex Smith. I believe it's it, this year now. It's it's five straight. Okay, so 2018, Yeah, so since Mahomes yeah. took over, he's never not been to the AFC Championship. I mean, come on, guys. I mean, this is the the Andy Reid system was coming. You know, getting beat by a twenty five point deficit or twenty five point lead against the Colts and Andrew Luck. Right, like that's the Andy Reid system. Andy Reid could that he was phenomenally or, or not phenomenally but, but known across the league as one of the greatest coaches to never get it done in the Super Bowl and never win a Super Bowl until he got <laughs> Patrick Mahomes and that's true yeah. man that's true that that's true. what people said and um you know yeah I, I we don't need to spend much time debating that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback when he's healthy in the league I, I no not at all I think it just needs to be like some uh, what's the word? Not tempering expectations. Real, realistic realism, like living on earth. Like, <laughs> he, he, yeah. Okay. Like he needs yeah. two legs to be good. Like him on one leg is not better than the rest of the league, but in, in the flip, you know, I the, see these people come out and I think it's just a fun to hate on Mahomes for a lot of people, especially his wife doesn't help. His yeah. Brother I mean, I had, help. I had more fun hating on last year. Those exactly. People love to have, do like, They've disappeared this year, and that's where I just give great respect to Mr. Patrick Mahomes because he he there was clearly a conversation that was had. So no, as there should be. Yeah, as there Mahomes should be. Is a, Mahomes himself, I found him very likable for his entire career. Honestly, yeah, um, that's what makes it weird when people just hate on him. But you know, people don't hate on players that are good. It's only the players that are like great, and yeah, the ones that are that's like a it's analysis. It's always the guys that are crazy. But uh, from the Jaguars' perspective, uh, I mean, I know we're both – you definitely were on the train earlier than me. Um, they're going to be good. Uh, like This yeah. is a team that has a – whatever people want to say, they have a franchise quarterback. I understand you know, the, the questionable pick at the end there. And really, like the the Jamal Agnew fumble towards the end wasn't his fault. Like, questionable, the Jaguars, questionable pick. That was an incredible play. Okay, let's let's at the end. The, we talking about the one handed stab on the sideline by the DB. I'm talking his last interception he threw. It was like lobbed up. Like he had other places to go with the ball, aka like his check down that was right. Yeah, next this to was him. the this was the, he only threw one pick. I don't know what we're. This was when the Chiefs guy literally went up with one hand and caught the ball. I, I don't think it was that great of a play, oh, man. I think it was more it was a bad wrong. throw. It was a it was it was it, definitely it, underthrown, but it still was like it's like and kudos him for making the play, but like should, I'm yeah. just ball shouldn't have been there. Should yeah, have been hanging fair. up in the that's, air. That's fair. Should have been the check down, move on. But again, that's one mistake for a guy who's in his second year on a lot of people would consider this a very bad team. Especially going into the yeah, season, I mean, the Agnew especially fumble, last year, the Agnew fumble was much bigger. Um, Absolutely, when you're right at the goal line, that yeah. that really just kind of cost him the game. And look, Zay Jones, I know that's interviews been kind of going around on social media a lot. Kind of said it best, like they're fine, like like the future is bright. 
no yeah. one expected this team to win a Super Bowl. The fact you were able to, we say keep it close with the Chiefs, they realistically could have pushed that to overtime watching that game. It was very real. And so from that, and considering I have the Chiefs as my Super Bowl pick right now, uh, I got to give the Jaguars a lot of credit. I think they have yeah. something here. I think if they get rid of Doug Peterson anytime soon, they, which they shouldn't. I mean, if they have any brains, they're not. You keep Trevor it. Lawrence and they're Doug not. Peterson for the next five years, five, no matter how I bad. Would've, I would have said ten. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they haven't had stability since. I can't Ever. even say Blake Bortles because that wasn't like, even stability. Since like the '90s when they were good, right after their expansion draft. Yeah. Mark Brunel and Tom Coughlin, <laughs> Keenan McCardo. Exactly. Oh, jeez. Exactly. Um, but no, all it, right. I got. I do have a question about you. For you, from the Jaguars' perspective, okay. Uh, two things. First, let's start with this. A lot of people are talking about how the receiver free agency market this year is not good, and the draft is not good outside of Jackson Smith Njigba, however you say his name, right? You're, I've there, heard a lot of questions is, about him too. Yes, there is no Jamar Chase. There is no Justin Jefferson. There is no Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson. These guys, this class is down, and there's not a lot of free agency. So I think even as good as it was this year, what are your thoughts on the Christian Kirk signing two years hindsight with the money that I think is going to go around to guys this year like Jacoby Myers uh, and like some lower-tier receivers who are about to get paid because they're all that's available? Oh, yeah, mark my throw words. In the, throw in the Calvin Ridley trade as well. So how do you feel about the Jaguars receiving room? And yeah, no, and I, I I brought this up, you know, in superlatives in terms of my uh, Justin Forsett award. But uh, underrated players that brought a thousand-yard season, nobody talked about it. Mm-hmm. Like, the Jaguars haven't had that stability since maybe Justin Blackman for five games. Like, <laughs> it's it's been that long. And I, I just... I have trouble um, or rapping or like, because I know it, it bothers me so much because I know if this went the other way, worst contract in the NFL, he'd get the Kenny Galladay treatment because he signed yeah. for four years, 84 million. But in hindsight, if you have a number one receiver for 20 million next year, maybe two years from now, depending on how, you know, the TV negotiation salary cap, I don't know. I don't think that's a bad deal. I really don't. Christian no. Kirk is still young. As long as he's, he's actually producing. He's hitting his I mean, prime. Look, right. It, like right now, when it looks you bring like up Kenny, when you bring up Kenny Galladay, the reality is, is we said it was overpaying at the time, but we kind of said the same thing we're saying now, except he fell off a cliff and like, just yeah, ceased completely. to produce. Right. Like based on what he got in Detroit, like the giants overpaid maybe a little bit, but I was like, okay, you know, it's going to be a decent fit. They need a guy. Yeah, he's six, he's, four at yeah, wide out. I don't understand how you, play bad i just yeah, yeah it was yeah. like he was calvin benjamin you know like a popeye's biscuit away from a tight end and then <laughs> calvin benjamin actually became a tight end same with funches like some of these bigger guys turned into it it never happened to galladay so here's, he, he here's, just became bad yeah I, don't, I i really don't know here's the follow-up question though going into the offseason the jaguars are negative 22 mil in cap space do you mm. think that they can get can that can they win in this championship window of lawrence's rookie deal because three of the four teams left all have quarterbacks on rookie deals. You can go back even farther, and that that's the window yeah. to win. That's when the Chiefs won, right? That's the window to win. It's hard to do it when you don't got a quarterback on a rookie deal. So do you think that they can get there uh, in the next two to three years? 
with Absolutely. already limited cap room. Absolutely, because there's ways to maneuver that. Um, Stafford wasn't on his rookie deal deal last year. Yeah. Um, I, I believe. Can't believe I'm blanking on. Honestly, who this question that was when it but, comes to the Jaguars. I feel like they spent a lot last year bringing in guys like Brandon Scherf, uh, Christian Kirk, stuff like that. Uh, I think that they need Calvin Ridley, and that elevates them to another level. This question, and we'll get to it, really scares me more when we talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm. Because you still have Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Joe Burrow on rookie deals. Yeah, I think Higgins is eventually going to go elsewhere. I don't know if it's necessarily anybody in the organization's fault or even T. Higgins' fault. I just don't know if there's enough money to go around. Yeah. Um, Unless it's mixing that goes, or you know, some even then somebody um, else. I think I I think that Higgins could get a massive deal. I mean, Higgins is better than Christian Kirk in my mind. Like, (laughs) and look at what he got. He's got the talent. Yeah, he's big body receiver. Still fast. Still can catch. Um, even at the time, it was like the Bengals didn't need a receiver. They just took Jamar Chase because it's Burrow's teammate. Yeah. But, ah, look, ah, because I, even during this conversation, I've been like mentally doing, you know, we're doing like the who we play for, like mentally browse. Like I'm mentally thinking on that Jaguars roster, who you cut to clear 22 million. Not a lot, man. And it's basically defensive players. So you strip down your defense and hope for the best. That, that, and because that's why I'm concerned. That's why that, that is very concerned. That's why I'm concerned because I don't think the defense was stellar this year. I don't think they were bad, but Absolutely. they were kind of middle of the road. And yeah. they're going to need to find a way to just, I guess, draft really well <laughs> defensively, right? I think they're loaded up on offense. You're going to have to draft really well on defense and hope you can find one or two stars to get you over the edge to take that next step defensively. Maybe it's a new hire in DC. Like maybe there's certain things that you can do that just elevate the way they're playing. Like something like an Eagles style defensive this year, right? Or you bring in vets, you four guys get 15 sacks or whatever, right? Like just manufacture a pass rush from 30 year old men and get like six of them and pay them all like (laughs) seven mil. Like I, you know, uh, I think scheme fit and a lot of that is everything. And I'd agree with you. Like the DC, uh, you got to find the like a best collection. Of yeah, but he's got to play money ball. As yeah. weird as it is, it's like yeah. Brandon Ingram. You know his, you know defect is he's thirty four, but he still yeah. gets you. It's just like sacks. what concerns me about the Jaguars on the simplest level is they've yet to pay some of their biggest well, Lawrence and Etn, but Etn's off. You know, he's get three years of a running back. He's not concerning. Lawrence, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to extend at some point, uh, and that's gonna be a massive contract, and you're already negative twenty mil behind the cap and i can't really point to anybody that's like a lot yeah. in uh, yeah eating that up besides the kirk deal which we said was probably good right so when you look yeah. at the chiefs it's like oh mahomes is eating up a lot of their cap but it's patrick mahomes kelsey's eating up a lot of their cap but it's travis kelsey and then you're playing mm-hmm. money ball with the rest of the roster they don't have that that's the cool. guy that's eating up their cap is christian kirk who's not jamar chase not justin jefferson but he's solid but $84 million for Christian Kirk. Like, and I know the cap's probably going to get bumped in the coming years too, bumped up in the coming years too, but uh, it is a little concerned. I'll say that because they're, they're yeah, not gonna... this offseason. That's what I was saying. Right. And we can, you know, move on to the next Saturday game. Um, 
in terms of like analysis because I know we're doing a lot of looking ahead and we're going to do a lot of that, you know, after yeah. the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. well, um, but in terms of Christian Kirk, uh, I don't want him to get pinned as like the uh, money cow. You know what I mean? I think like Shaquille Griffin, I believe, is making uh, a decent amount of corner. Um, I, I don't know like their safety situation, linebackers. I would have to look at their books, essentially. I, I didn't come in today having their payroll ready, but I know during our off-season deep dives, I, I think that's probably going to be a series because there's oh, a lot of teams that are going to have some major cuts this off-season. Yeah, it's going like to some. It, it's especially, uh, I've noticed just over the past couple of years, it's like there's more talent coming in rookie-wise to the point where a lot of these like kind of big-name marquee veterans are getting cut. Yeah. And um, a lot of trades and whatnot. So it'll be entertaining. But in terms of uh, what we saw Saturday night, um, I mean, I basically called it. I knew that there was no way we weren't going to go into next week without our picks tied. I was just yeah. curious <laughs> as if to the Bengals were going to lose and then, or if the Giants were going to lose. And it was the Giants within the first half of the first quarter. <laughs> um and I do want I to say before the... we move on, uh, I do agree the future is bright in Jacksonville. Don't get me wrong. No doubt, no yeah. doubt. Yeah, I I think they should keep their heads held up. And really, there's a salary cap issue, but ultimately, this team probably makes playoffs next year. It's just yeah. a measure of we we're trying to compare them to contenders and whatnot. But yeah, Giants Eagles. Uh, look, I called an upset here given the division. All right, that's my excuse. That is my reason as to why I was yeah, so off yeah. on a 38-7 to final. Um, the Eagles were talented at – more talented at every position, I would say, besides running back. But even their running game is probably better collectively than Look, the Giants. Given I, I do want to say this. I said last week with Jake on, I said uh, – Whoever wins this game, in my opinion, is going to the Super Bowl in the NFC. And right now, I seem to be – I'm very confident in that statement. Uh, the Eagles okay. team, yeah. like you said, Mahomes is unbeatable. That's how I'm starting to feel about the Eagles, man. I, I They are so good. And this is, this is the two best teams in the NFC. That's the – like that – we have the four best rosters still left, if you really think about it. Oh, in terms of, yeah, is it the one and two seeds for everybody? I mean, besides the Bengals, but like in terms of my eyes, I would uh, probably hold them as yeah. the number two team in the AFC. Um, well, obviously, I mean, they beat the Bills pretty handily, yeah. and we'll get to that. But but when you look right. at the rosters on paper, uh, preseason, these outside of the really the Chiefs, maybe, uh, these were the four best. And then it's like, oh, the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes. Right, like I at least I was high in the Eagles preseason. I was. Um, I know you weren't, but you didn't pick them to win. I the picked division? them to win the division. Yeah, you did. I did. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow, man. Um, I didn't think they were going to be this okay. good. Like you know, fifteen or fourteen and three, good. Yeah, right, but right. Um, thirty-eight to seven divisional win. I I just am really struggling to see a route for them to lose this week, and I'm giving away my pick before we get there, but. They looked really good, man. They they can run the ball. They can, they can just win in so many ways. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that's the really. I think you kind of said it best in like in terms of winning in many ways. I'm like, yeah, they the only position like the Giants were better at was running back. 
but I'm not going to sit here and say the Giants had a better running game than the Eagles. Like, as a unit, they go through, like, three – it's Miles Sanders, then Gainwell's in, then Boston Scott, the giant killer's in. (laughs) Like, they just go through whoever. And Jalen Hurts, for a guy that – this is a topic for another day, but we might as well touch on it. I think it's funny that Alabama is trying to claim him. Oh, dude. You're seeing all that? I saw when that, When Nick dude. Saban benched him for Tua. And, yeah, like, at the time, it's... like, I guess it sort of made sense given, like, how Tua's draft status panned out in terms of how Jalen Hurts was a second-round pick. Like, at the time, it was the right decision. But you can't, like, he's an Oklahoma quarterback. Yeah. That, that, you know what I mean? Like, that's just not. Like, just like Joe Burrow's not in Ohio. I've seen people do that. Not in Ohio State quarterback. Not Ohio State. He, yeah. Because he's, he's in Cincinnati. Yeah. He's not LSU quarterback, right? Like, you got rid of this guy. Like, don't try and just sweep it under the rug. Yeah. You, none of the bigger. They at least with, straight at least benched with, him in I the think it's biggest worse game. Hurts. I think it's worth the It is way worse because, because he was he, playing he got fine. in the national championship. Yeah. Like, basically disrespected in front of everybody. And now he might be on his way to the Super Bowl. I mean, he's literally a win away. So even if they don't get here this year, uh, personally, any expectation I had for Jalen Hurts has been surpassed. Whether it's a product of the perfect roster and coaching, I don't really care. I mean, it feels like every other week, this guy goes for 300 yards, three touchdowns, and then a touchdown with like at least 50 yards rushing on the ground. Like he accounts for so much offense. And we talk a lot about Josh Allen being the Bills running game, but like Jalen Hurts just, is, is just part of this offense, correct, like in every single snap. It, you can call me out if I'm wrong in this, but does it just not feel like the stars are really aligned for the Eagles to win another Super Bowl? Like it just it just feels like the way their roster is shaking out, they are the most desperate for it right now because I don't think their window is open next year. Their defense is that old. Like, does that like make sense? Like it just feels like they're they're this season. They've been so good. They've been the number one team all year. Like it, it's just really starting to feel like it's a team of destiny. I would agree, but the 2007 Patriots, I felt like, were the biggest team it's, of destiny. Oh, it, it's not over until you know. It doesn't mean you know what I mean, ring, right? Like that, that's why Warriors, I, like does not mean a yeah. Thing. I'm basically but, just kind of, uh, you know, seeing where this team could falter. And I'm not saying they're unbeatable. Nobody at this point in the year, everybody's beatable. But yeah, I, I just I, they're playing. So, I don't this, see this a weakness me a hot when take, I look man. at their roster. I don't see a weakness. No, absolutely not. Like every position group, you can't really pinpoint and be like this is what's holding them back because nothing's holding them back. I think how you beat this team is they have to get in a position. They have not gotten in all year because their two losses of the three, Jalen Hurts was not present. So I just yeah. personally don't count them when I'm looking at the outlook of the team. They count, but you get where I'm going with this. Their loss was to the commanders, but they were not a threat offensively. Like it was just the Eagles had a bad game because, oh, I don't well, know, it's but, a but couple month long season. Here's the stat is I'm pretty sure the commanders had like three times as much time as possession. As the right. Eagles did in that game, and that's the recipe. I th- I bu- I would agree that the recipe is obviously keeping the ball longer than them because that's the Eagles' game is just methodically picking you apart all the way downfield and getting out to an early start. I'm not saying this is a front runner team, but I also haven't seen them in that situation. 
And, and I think if they get in the Super Bowl with the Chiefs or the Bengals, whoever gets there, we both know are offensively like minded. They're going to try and go for 30, 40 points. Uh, if they get out to a 14-0 lead right away, I- I'm curious how the Eagles respond. I don't. I'm not. Yeah, I mean, they've had right they've had come from behind wins, but not against a team anybody who's left anybody who says it was like the Texans, if you recall, right? Where right. the Texans got up and then they came up, they came back from behind, which means yeah. something, right? But it, it's not. <laughs> yeah, you it's know. like you make up a score. I'd like to see them go down like multiple scores, getting to the point where like Jalen Hurts has to throw a lot. They're trying to manage clock, and they can't just basically do their regular thing. It yeah, is what I'm trying just to gonna say. Be, it's if they just, just gonna be do really their game. Hard. Here's the problem is it's hard to do that because your defense is that good. Like it's right. You got, you know, 70 sacks why, look, just rushing four this guys. This a little counterintuitive coming from me, but I think if there's a team left that can beat the Eagles, it's the 49ers. And that's because they have the running game capable of doing it. Could the, could Mahomes or Burrow beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl uh, by scoring 45 points and throwing for 400 yards? I'm never going to rule that out with those two guys. Right. But exactly. Uh, I think the more likely way of success would be this, would be the Niners doing what they did to the Packers a few years back. I don't think they're going to be that dominant in the run game, but dominate the time of possession, feed Mitchell, feed McCaffrey, do what they Mm -hmm. do on offense, and they've got the stingy defense as well. I think these are the two best defenses left. The Bengals are close close in that conversation. The Chiefs really are the one that I feel like I'm surprised they made it this far. (laughs) You know, defensively. Yeah. your thoughts on we'll, we'll pivot a little bit. Your thoughts on the Giants, man. Suit up for next year. Yeah, but I don't know uh, what's going on with Daniel Jones. Again, that's gonna be probably uh, another, you know, conversation for another day. Um given the overall performance, I definitely think that probably hurt Danny Dimes a bit, but like it feels like each game in New York, Giants, Jets both, is like under a microscope. Like for both their quarterbacks. Um, but I also, and maybe I'm wrong here is 3,200 yards and 15 touchdowns. I get he threw five picks, which is not a lot, but it's not like he's throwing a lot. Is that impressive to you? I know he had some rushing numbers, but that doesn't warrant uh, to me a multi-year deal. Like Geno Smith's buying like a three or four year deal, a two to three year extension. I think that's what, that's what I think, but I don't think he's going to, I think somebody's going to offer more, whether he well, it declines from the me. Giants. Here's, like, here's the unique thing about free agency is I don't think that there's many better options this year than Daniel Jones for the Giants specifically, or really if somebody's going to try and scoop him. Like if the Giants, I, I think the my opinion is the Giants are going to resign Daniel Jones. Uh, one, because he's already in their system. Two, He's taken steps forward every single year. He had the best year of his career in his contract year. He answered questions. You have you've had success with him now, playoff success with this guy. Um, mm. And I, I don't know if there's I mean, the Giants aren't going to go sign Tom Brady. They're not going to make a move for Aaron Rodgers, right? Like no. Derek Carr. Like Daniel Jones for them is a much better option than Derek Carr or yeah. Matt Ryan or like anybody else who, or anybody in the draft as well. So I, I think that, that you know it's a it's a low quarterback year. Not a lot of guys are going to be on the move. The Giants aren't even in the market for a guy like Lamar if he's on. So, uh, yeah. That, so that's we're both my, in agreement they're going to overpay. I don't know if they overpay. I think it might be pretty accurately paid. I, I don't know. They, they could overpay slightly, but I, a two- to three-year extension, even four, I'd be okay with. 
Um, and if you go, I, go just, four, I think he's going to get four or five. If you go I, I four to gonna, lower the yearly cap hit, I mean, I'm pulled up their cap situation right now. They got $44 million in space right now going into next year. Right. They don't even need to make a move, let alone, I mean, if they get rid of Galladay, right? there you yeah, go. <laughs> no, it, it, it's not like an issue cap wise for them. I, I'm just, you know, in terms of Daniel Jones value in my head, I, I think he's probably like a 15 to $20 million at best, quarterback I, right I now. I could see him and, falling in twenty-one to twenty-five. But but I I agree I with your assessment of thirty. I think he's gonna I get like think. well four years over thirty. Think about it. Like it's Cousins got out. thirty million guaranteed, and that was four. I think four, three or four years ago at least. And now we're you know obviously inflation and whatnot. I think Daniel Jones is probably gonna command that if, if the Giants don't do that. Uh, let me ask you a like, question. Oh, I'm going to go get somebody else. Let me ask yeah. you a question. Uh, Dak's a $36 million quarterback. Who would you rather have? Uh, I would recheck that cap number. I'm... Because going into next season, I believe it was $49 million. I saw it on ESPN. Yeah. This is like where it may be more because of like, like it's, it's bad. We'll get to that. It's we'll get bad. to that discussion because I'm ready for it. Uh, yeah. Next year, he is $49 million cap hit. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his so... base salary. His base salary this year was thirty-one. Uh, bonus nineteen or eighteen mil. There's your forty-nine right there. Um, thirty-one guaranteed. We'll just roll with that number. Okay. Um, thirty-one guaranteed for Dak. Would you pay that for Daniel Jones right now? I think I would. I think he's better. No. No, I don't I, feel I, good I, giving that. I'd rather just draft the quarterback, man. I'd rather go roll with ice and get a pick. That's the thing. That's the thing is there's nobody there. Unless the Giants are going to draft Will Levis. Well, I'm hearing Will Levis might go number one now. He's getting the Zach Wilson treatment. So don't get me started. Yeah, it's it's between. But that that aids my argument even more. There's nobody there. Right? There's no. I don't think there's quarterback depth. Right? If it's between me getting Anthony Richardson late. And overpaying, and it depends if, if it's like, all right, let's let's look at this. Like thirty million for three years, I'm fine, I'm cool. If it's a five year, hundred fifty million, and a lot of that's guaranteed, I'm looking at like Whoa. I could probably spend that I, I elsewhere. Uh... I just think because Daniel Jones' age, I think there's a couple teams that are going to be desperate, and like you said, if it's not the Colts or Texans, like a lot of these teams are going to be QB starved. In terms of the draft this year, somebody's going to give an offer that doesn't make sense. We see it all the time, and I that think is that just my can, can not get, concern. If but, the Giants can get him for under thirty, they should take. It. That's a. I think that's a steal, and that's probably his best. It's gonna I get. don't think I think Gino's going to be north of thirty million a year. Gino I Smith, think Gino like, is better. Like I, I absolutely, think I think that's a deserving contract. I think actually his age is going to hold him back. From getting more than he normally would. I think I, I I disagree a little bit. I don't think a lot of teams are going to be too willing to pay this guy more Daniel than Jones? The Giants will be. Yeah, I, I don't I don't foresee that. Yeah, maybe I feel like the Falcons is an interesting name because you look at what they did with Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter. I don't know, but I guess I'm not a GM. I don't know what the view is. Of Daniel Jones, um, personally, it's not very high, but yeah, you, you might be right. 
man. You might be right. Maybe it is just the Giants. Maybe it's just Dable. But I'm yeah. I mean, I think the Giants are really just... the only team that has high incentive to re-sign this guy because he's he's their guy. He won them a playoff game. Um, yeah. He clearly has taken steps forward. I I, th- I think we agree. Two to three years, maybe four if it's the right price. And uh, yeah, uh, we roll there. We'll, we'll we'll figure it out. The real question is Saquon. Um, I I yeah. really don't, I don't know what they're going to do with that one because if there's any running back that's worthy of getting paid a lot of money a lot of money, it might be him. But I'm not a fan of paying running backs a lot of money, but they're going to have it. Oh, me either. <laughs> Even uh, as much as I love Aaron Jones, I think he's going to be a cut candidate just because of his cap number. He's going to yeah. go and ball out for somebody else if he gets cut, but it's like you you can't pay. He turned down $12 million a year. Uh, he's looking for like north of sixteen. Yeah, I, I don't... T- like we were talking about Christian Kirk's contract. Are you going to pay a, con- like a running back that kind of money? It doesn't yeah. matter who it is, unless it's, you know, prime AP. But we can move on to Sunday, man. Uh, Giants yeah. were losers. Hey, All right, we, we don't need we'll to. We'll say Giants were losers time. in this game, but uh, way ahead of schedule. Future's also yeah, very absolutely. bright. Um, a lot no of doubt. space no found their coach. Uh, they, they, they put a great product on the field this year that I, I really thought they'd win like three games. So, um, yeah. Let's talk about a team that's that's catching a lot of flack right now from the media. Um, Josh Allen is under under fire. And mm. before I go to his defense, I'd like to hear where you stand. Not gonna shred the guy too much. I'd be concerned though. Like he, Bill's kind of doubled down. Like you went and go get Von Miller. You make the yeah, wings. Like you made the trades. Like. Okay, and the Chiefs get worse, and now they're still a game ahead of you. They're they're still bringing it, and even like Diggs, like the turmoil. I'm not saying you know it's being a trade or anytime soon, but already like you see the frustration of like the Bills possibly becoming the Packers of the 2010s, where they're like every single year they're yeah, but the, the, the Packers got go. it done though. They got it done once. Once. So there's a level of difference. That, well, I think that Bills fans, given their history, would be very happy if they got it done Just once. to get it once. Yeah. yeah. That's very right. valid that, that, That's very different. I don't know if Packers it's going to happen. get it done once, and their expectation, which ironically, we haven't won two in a decade since the 60s, but uh, when, when, a, when a franchise is the Bill, there's just a difference in history, context, man. They would take yeah. that Super Bowl the way the Eagles did. And the Packers, Absolutely. we've got a couple of them, so... You know, um, you know, fair take. Uh, here, here's my assessment. Okay. I, I'm seeing a lot. Of, this is what people do. Okay. Overreaction Monday is becoming one of my most biggest pet peeves in sports. <laughs> okay. Uh, we get to, loud, yeah. we get to Monday and everybody's like, Oh, Burrow's better than Mahomes. Oh, you know, he's the best quarterback in the world. If he wins this week, fine. We'll have that discussion in a second, but. Josh Allen, why do we put him in our top five? He's terrible. Can't take care of the ball. Never shows up in the big game. All this stuff. He's he's fringe top ten. Fringe top ten. Maybe eight or nine. Maybe. Dude, what? Like, I I, I don't. First off, name eight guys that are better. than. I mean, I'm seeing people actively saying this. Tons of people. Let's go through what happened to the Bills this year, okay? Josh Allen, in my opinion, is the MVP runner-up. So, you can have your debate all you want. Yeah, he had, got sloppy towards the end of the year. You said it best. 
The Bills took the deal. They took the risk. They did what they needed to. They went out. They got Von Miller because they felt like they needed a pass, big-time pass rusher to put him over the edge, right? Well, mm-hmm. Von Miller tore his ACL, okay? Yep. Uh, they're all pro free safety. Micah Hyde missed almost the entire season, okay? That's two of their best defenders out for the entire year. They still win 14 games. Now let's go even further into this game and why they just looked horrible, especially defensively. I mean, they were getting blown back. D-line looked horrible. Bengals were getting pushed every single time. Right. We'll talk about the offensive struggles next, which I do think happened, and they do need to address. But uh, the, the, the real reason the Bills just look bad on the back half of this year is simply because in this game, they started their third-string free safety after what happened to DeMar Hamlin. They finished with right. their fourth-string free safety. Then in this game, Jordan Poyer exits in the third quarter, and mm. Tredavious White exited the game as well, on the same play as Jordan Poyer in the third yeah. quarter. Yeah, and against Bengals, like, we They've got a practice squad back there happen. covering the Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> they got a practice squad going against Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T against Tyler Boyd, Joe Mix. I'm going to go down the line, right? And then they mm-hmm. lost their best pass rusher, Von Miller. The D line is hurting. Uh, for a defense that is not stellar on paper from the start of the year, given no Micah Hyde and all this stuff, uh, I, I, there's a level of me. A little surprised they got this far. And the reason they got this far is because of Josh. We can debate Burrow and Allen all we want, uh, but if, if Allen's not two, he's three in my mind, and that's it. That's all I'm moving him. Yeah. Yeah, looking at, like, the short list. Ah, okay, three. I, I'd actually probably put Hurts. Okay, we can have Personally. that discussion if he, if he wins. The, if he wins the thing. Personally. But because uh, uh, Allen's got his guy. He's got Stephon Diggs. I understand Hurts has got A.J. Brown and a better system, but Hurts, like, has not had turnover problems at all, right? And, and like, it's not – we still like man, Daniel Jones. I'm, it's not I'm that pump, completely difficult I'm to do. pumping the brakes on the Hurts hype train, I mean, I created that hype train. That's – don't – no. You didn't create it. You were ahead of me, but don't say you created it. All you right? really there's, think – There's people look, going in, go especially in, in Philly. I can go back like, in the This guy's great. I had Hurts as the third best quarterback in week two. And we no, it was it was week three. It was after oh, week sorry. two. And I, sorry. And it was I remember <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, this is great. But like they did look amazing. And I'm saying before even the season started, but there's people uh, like Hurts made it to the playoffs with this roster, he's gonna go off. Like people you had him as their division winner. Other people had him winning the Super Bowl this year. Let me say they're this dancing right now. What did the Eagles look like with Gardner Minshew? And just imagine what the Bills would have looked like all year without Josh Henry. And tell me who's more valuable to their team. It's it's a toss because I mean I don't know what that question accomplished. The Eagles lost with Gardner Minshew. Oh, they blew out the Cowboys. What do you mean? The Eagles? Yeah, they lost. Did they not lose to the Cowboys with Gardner Minshew? Uh, they, and they lost to the Saints. Let me look at their schedule. Hold on. No, they definitely won their first game with Gardner Minshew. Like like they got one, but like. I think, yeah, and especially because the Bills' backup um, is all that great. And furthermore, is that more reflection of the Bills' roster? Because Bills don't technically okay. have like a running back, but in terms of like throwing the football, they got this. They got the downfield weapons for Re- it. Regardless, I'm not moving Hurts. I can, I don't. We don't need to spend. I don't want to spend too much time on this. I'm not moving Hurts. That's to, fair. Ahead of Allen, unless he went. We can have the discussion if he wins the Super. Bowl. That's fair, but I, I just I, I think Josh Allen's recklessness should be 
it should be noted. I'm not saying it's like knocking him down out of the top 10, like some, you know, loons, but like Dak Prescott, we see now what people hold him like, like the tier he's held in now, especially after another like turnover prone game. Oh, in the playoffs. We'll get, we'll get to, to right. Like, like no, it's, it needs to be like turnovers matter. They're a huge deal. Every he, he turned the ball over made. one time in this game. And that's what I'm saying. Like every interception matters. Like it's a big deal. Like if you don't do it at all, like Jalen Hurts, like it helps. Here's my issue with the Bills and why I think they're they're in a tough place. Okay. Do I think that their championship window is fully slam shot? Uh no. no. This is like the Packers of the 2010s. So that's where you're accurate. As long as you have this guy back there, you have a chance to win a Super Bowl. Right. right. Um, but this team is, especially being housed in Buffalo, is very different than those old teams of the 90s, right, where they could give it to Thurman Thomas. The 90s teams, no huddle offense, Jim Kelly, but when it came down to it, they could give it to Thurman Thomas and they could ground it, grind out these January wins in the snow and beat these teams at home. Why this loss really, like, really rubbed me the wrong way, they were the home team, the Bengals came in, ran it down their throats, dominated time of possession, Joe Mixon went for 100 yards, 20 carries, I mean, they just ran it down their throats the whole game. Yeah. And that's what this Bills team is not structured to do. They are incapable of just going into pro offense, handing the ball off, and grinding out a playoff win. Mm-hmm. And that's my concern. We said all year, right, what wins games in January? Running the football. Say what you want about the Chiefs. They can run the football. They find really creative ways to do it, but they can mm-hmm. do it. Same thing with the Eagles, one of the best running teams in the league. Niners, one of the best running teams in the league. And in the last like 10 weeks, the Bengals, I believe, are first in rushing. So, yeah. That's my oh, concern man. moving forward with the Bills. Uh, do they have some cap issues, whatnot? They did go all in this year. Uh, yeah, I'm concerned, but I'm not pumping the brakes on Josh Allen as the future. I'm not pumping the brakes as Josh Allen as a top five quarterback. I'm not pumping the brakes on Josh Allen being a potential being the guy to bring Buffalo his first Super Bowl. I just think that they got some roster issues that they need to figure out and get together, especially defensively. And the bottom line, they gotta stay healthy. Yeah, no, I can't say it any better. And I think the running back thing you just fixed in the draft. This is actually a pretty decent class. Which is interesting. Uh, they've they this is a great receiver a running back class, but they've tried. James Cook, um, Devils, I never understood uh, Zach Moss, a guy, a guy that's five seven and is not like electric fast. I'm not really sure what that's really going to accomplish for you. But James Cook like might be decent, you know, next season. No, I think and, it's. A, uh, I'm really hoping I, they draft somebody. Yeah, really and, and, and we'll pivot to the Bengals in a second. But my big issue with the Bills is a philosophical issue where they're just not willing and they are incapable of handing the ball off and running the football. When it matters yeah. and getting a push and you know the three yards and a cloud of dust, you need it in January. Yeah, you need that ability. Um, but how about the Bengals, man? No Where are you at on Cincinnati right now? Everything makes sense for them to get to the Super Bowl, which I think is why they won't. It's <laughs> stupid and as weird as that sounds. Um, I. Yes, I, I like what they did against the Bills. Um, I like what they did against the Ravens. But ultimately, I think they put up 24 in consecutive weeks. Not saying that's bad, but I also note that the Chiefs put up 24 with an injured and 
at times was out of the game, Patrick Mahomes. Um, I understand a lot of bulletin board materials going to the Chiefs' way as well, but between the uh, Burrowhead comments with Joe Burrow being 3-0 in the regular season in Arrowhead. Um, and look, we, we talk all the time about how it's hard to beat the team three times, which the Eagles, they, they did that feat. Um, I don't, I just, it's not even really logical because in terms of like roster makeup, the Bengals are probably better, but I, I think I just hold Mahomes in high regard. As clutch as Burrow is, like Mahomes can do stuff, and we've seen it against the Bills. Thirteen seconds, like yeah. it, it's he he literally does magic. So as cold and as surefire as Burrow is, pretty much every week, it is very hard for me to pick against Mahomes, and that's why I'm still riding with the Chiefs. As my Super Bowl pick, said at the beginning of the year, I'm gonna hold true to the fort. Um, but yeah, it's hard to really nitpick what the Bengals did uh, against the Bills. I mean, defensively, you couldn't have asked for a better performance. Offensively, they did, you know, plenty of enough. And it's like, yeah, they got 24, but they probably could have gotten more if they didn't go the typical running the ball route. That's not always their mo. But the, the fact they're able to do that. And we already know what they can do in the past game. Uh, it's really tough for me to find something I like, man. I'm going to be honest. It's more of just like, well, I like Mahomes and Chiefs more. Yeah. That's I, really I, all I could say. That's, that's fair. I, it's, that's, it's, that's extreme. What's their, what's their problem right now? When you look at Bengals, like, <laughs> what's bad? Nothing. Because I don't defense have anything. is playing incredible. And that would be the one yeah. thing that I would point at. Um Look, the the Bengals, man. This I, I I haven't been this excited for a championship. I'm always excited for championship Sunday, but man, this Bengals Chiefs game, I, I am I, I'm leaping out of my chair right every time I think of this because uh, this is on both sides one of the bigger legacy games we've seen in a long time. I mean, I'm thinking like 06 AFC Championship, Manning and Brady, like. That's mm-hmm. where my head is at. Right this is uh, Mahomes. Are you going to go 0-4 against Joe Burrow? And then Burrow, are you going to get back to the Super Bowl? Right. I think Mahomes has more to lose than Burrow at this point. Um, but Burrow's that, that he has that underdog mentality where it's like it, 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 he just doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He's, uh, oh, you guys think Mahomes is the favorite Chiefs era? Nah, you know, I don't care. Bengals by 50, right? What's that meme? Like where he's like smoking the cigar and the hats on. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, he defines that. So I, I, you know, we can, we can move on. We'll come back. We'll touch on bills uh, or Bengals chiefs here when we come back for our predictions. But uh, one final Saturday or Sunday game to recap uh, Cowboys Niners and uh, you know, Dallas, what, what happened? Uh, Give me, give me your thoughts. I'm not gonna spend a whole lot of time on this because this is literally we could, this is an age old tale. I mean, if you want to just you could probably roll back ten years and find similar thoughts on Tony Romo and turnover problems in the playoffs, um, just the Cowboys being the Cowboys. Like this was so typical, even the way the game ended. Uh, yeah, I I, I think this is. This is like is and this really means something. When we talked a lot about the Eagles and Giants, and that game was a blowout. And basically, when I think of this game, it's like no comment. 
because <laughs> because it, it was close the whole game and you were just like ah the Niners they're gonna lose. You just knew, yeah, you just knew the Niners would win. You knew the Cowboys wouldn't do it, and then Meyer missed another extra point. I was like, you know what? I got nothing to say. I got nothing to say. I and even if you talk about teams not in good shape next year. Yeah, you can look right there. Paying a guy almost $50 million, that isn't worth it. You got to figure out what you're going to do with Pollard and Zeke. You got to figure out what you do with the rest of the defense. They have so many problems. Uh, It's almost kind of exciting to see. You might might know this, but uh, Dak Prescott played 12 games this season, I believe. Yeah. Those games early in the year. Yeah, he led the league in interceptions. I brought that up. He he was tied with Carr. <laughs> he was tied with Carr for most picks like a couple weeks back. And yeah. I'm like, didn't he pay, play like a lot less games? Um, yeah. I just, wow, man. That is really bad considering how much they've invested in him. Um, even worse that I think it's kind of a, I mean, it's common knowledge. Tony Pollard is a better running back than Zeke. And yet Zeke is getting paid. What? Really, you'd like to give to Tony Pollard, but you're not going to be able to because you're paying Zeke. And then it goes into, well, Kellen Moore is getting interviews now. And defensively, I don't know what their exact you know cap number is next season. Guarantee you they're probably over right now. Uh, yeah. So here's the, here's the thing with the Cowboys, too. Is I don't think the window, like I, the championship window wasn't open, but the playoff window, I don't think it slams shut next year either. Like they, no. they have a good enough defense. The defense is incredible, right? But they always look like a contender. I think they're always going to be like a playoff contender. I think their championship window is just shut because they're the Cowboys. And like until I see some uncowboy things, that's just going to be like my just thought. That yeah. window is going to be closed until they get typical Cowboys guys out of there. If Joe Burrow was playing for the Cowboys right now, I'd feel differently. But like Dak Prescott just feels like a more athletic Tony Romo. Yeah, that's that. That's the reality is they've never really had a, a that that top five guy at quarterback. It's always like that five to twelve, five to ten range yeah. guy. Like uh, you, you try and case, build. A, but... It's like well, you know, given the circumstance, probably your best option, right? Like yeah, let's. Oh yeah, you know, Romo's he's solid, right? Are we gonna find anything better for agency? No, but you just. At some point, man, I think you got to bite the bullet and try and hit on a guy in the first round, <laughs> right? You know, and yeah. try and find a, a find a find a a legacy like superstar, uh, all time talent, a Mahomes, a Burrow, a Rogers, a Brady. I, well, Brady was a Manning. Like, find a top five quarterback in the draft because you're not going to find him free agency. And then Dex, he's not that guy, pal. But yeah, um, how about Brock Purdy, man? Um, any thoughts going to you know undefeated still? No, yeah. In terms of like what needs to be said, um, I, I don't have any things. I don't have that, anything to add from last yeah, week. Exactly. Like he's just doing his thing. Uh, typical 49ers win. Excited to see what they got going on next week. I think really it's this team's in a fantastic spot. <laughs> You know, is it yeah, it's like you, you put a lot of capital in the Trey Lance, but it's like if he doesn't work out, you have Purdy, and you, if you don't want to give him a go, you still have yeah, Purdy and so much talent around him. Uh, this team is, I think, of championship windows. 
it's going to be open for a, a good while you know, yeah. in my eyes. Yeah. So, All right. So, what, what, so that, that takes us to uh, this coming Sunday, our predictions um, for the future. And we'll start with the AFC. I know you're riding with the Chiefs, but uh, go ahead. Your, your, your pick and why for the AFC championship game. I already, yeah, basically made it. It's Mahomes is, is going to get there because uh, he's Mahomes. I think it really showed a lot of just eyes were open in the sense that they lost Tyreek Hill and are in the same position. Uh, I believe, you know, yes, they have home field advantage. Yes, it's like a pro head, but like the Chiefs in the playoffs at home have been historically great. So I'm just not going to bet against that. And uh, I, look, I think the Bengals have been hot for so long. It's, I said it earlier, and I'll say it again. It, it's Everything is going right for the Bengals. It doesn't make sense for them to get to the Super Bowl because that's just how the NFL works. They made it last year because they got hot at the end. and right, They've been hot for like almost three months now. <laughs> like, eventually, they're going to have a bad game. To the fault of no one, just the way the football rolls. And again, I'm, he- I'm interested to hear what your take is on the whole thing. But uh, I'm going to go with the Chiefs all the way. Sticking with the preseason pick, man. Respectable. I mean, we're, we've made it this far. You know, yeah, I got it. My two Super Bowl picks didn't even make the playoffs. So, <laughs> um, yeah, there's, there's something to, to, to learn from yeah. next next year. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Bengals, man. Partially, and I will admit, uh, I'm 50-50, so – Part of the pick is, you know, to, to, to I think all these matches are 50 50. Yeah. Um, it's that's so part of it. But I, I do think, I mean, look, I, I'm very confident in the Bengals. They're 3 0 at Arrowhead. They have an answer, a formula that nobody else has been able to uh, have. They're the only people to do this. So to uh, yeah. bet on them doing it again, I'm more confident in them to win in Arrowhead than anybody else. Um, and they just got this like underdog, like, win road playoff games like I've never seen anybody else ever do before mentality, right? Like they go into Buffalo, yeah. blow them out, right? Go into Tennessee, beat them at the end. Go into, you know, beat a, beat a, uh, they had a home game against the Ravens, but, um, you know, grind out a close game against the divisional. They, they're so good in big games. And um, look, if they're going to get it done, they got to do it while these guys are on the rookie contract. Um, and we'll get into what I think when we get to the NFC, because, I think we, we we could be looking at a uh, back-to-back Super Bowl loser here. So um, mm. I'll get a little ahead of myself, but I've got Bengals, Eagles right now, and I have to go Eagles in that game. And we, we could be looking at the Jim Kelly, which is ironic, right? Like the guy who gets it done in the big games can't get it done in the biggest game. That'll be the storyline. That's my prediction. Okay, uh, similar yeah. vein as you, where everything is going right for them to win the Super Bowl, but they're not going to do it. Um, but there are stats going against me. Um, you know, I think I've said this before the last like however many guys to go to their first Super Bowl and lose, never make it back. So I would not be shocked if the Chiefs win this game because I think they've got more to lose than the Bengals do, if that makes mm. sense. Um, no, the Bengals defense is better, and that's that's ultimately where my pick resides. The Bengals defense is playing a lot better. And they have a formula to keep the Chiefs around 20 in the 20s of points, and they've outscored them every other time. So um mm. takes us to the NFC. I feel like I've made my pick pretty clear here. Uh, I'm going with the Eagles. I've said why. I think that the pretty hype train ends here. 
I saw a stat. Uh, he was four and twenty-one in college, four and twelve or four and twenty-one. I can't remember in college on the road at Ohio State or when he played Iowa State. Um, this is his first road playoff game. I know that's a really cherry pick stat, but I'm using. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, Iowa State didn't have Debo CMC. In <laughs> Very fair. <laughs> that's the but, difference. Um, I think that in a this will be the best defense he's played all year, and uh, this will be the best defense that Jalen Hurts has played all year. And with that in mind, I. I I think I got to lean with the Eagles simply because I think that their offense is somehow better. They're better in one position, and I think that puts them on the edge. Well, yeah, I'm just going to take what you said earlier. If any team was going to beat the Eagles this year, it's going to be the 49ers. Oh my gosh! And we're going uh, to split. We're going to split again. Uh, yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like, you know, I just stick with the Eagles. Like, you know, it's not my pick. Just so that in the Super Bowl, like it, it makes sense. But no, I know we're gonna split. There's no way that one of us gets this completely right. Um, and, and it really just kind of boils down to this. I love. We've talked a lot about the rosters. Personally, I love Kyle Shanahan way more. And Sirianni has done a good job. I'm not gonna take that away from him. But Kyle Shanahan has so much playoff experience. Whether it's coaching under his dad, whether it's Losing with the Falcons, like knowing what not to do in the Super Bowl. Well, and then with did, Jimmy did G really with the 49ers the in the Super Bowl. <laughs> did he really I think he did because of the way the 49ers have been playing and beating teams. I, I really think he did. And I, in terms of faith and coaches, I'm going to roll with Kyle Shannon over Nick Sirianni all day, every day. And the Giants pick I was picking because of his division, but I knew the talent was not there. The 49ers have a better defense. That is a fact. Offensively, it's very comparable. Eagles definitely have better numbers, but in terms of personnel, it's, yeah, the quarterback position is really the tipping point. And so it, it basically kind of comes down to if Hurts doesn't have one of his monster days, which I've been saying is every other week. Well, last week he had a monster day. I think this is, I know that the Proc Purdy hype train, uh, I don't want to say it's all him. Obviously, it's, it continues if he wins. Um, I think it gets shut down against Kansas City. And that's basically where I'm going with this. I think it's going to be a Super Bowl rematch because we see those occasionally with the Giants, you know, and the Patriots. I think it's me Chiefs Niners again. And I think the Chiefs win again. And Mahomes grabs but number two. And we'll have I think Mahomes gets number two. I'm excited to talk um, about, especially if Mahomes does grab number two. Um, because I, I really think that the, the already legacy wise, he's up there like top five QBs. Ever. Yes, yes. If because he gets two. It, because people's perception of Super Bowls is so skewed by Tom Brady, and it makes me so yeah. mad. Like, dude, you know how hard it is to win one, right? Like, you see it's people. So that, I made a TikTok about this. Uh, Colin Cowherd's like, would you rather have Eli Manning's career or Aaron Rodgers? Right? He's got he got yeah. done more in the big game, and it's like, what are we talking about? Like it's it's not like yeah. Rodgers is Marino who doesn't have a Super Bowl. And I said I brought up Breeze too because it's like these guys are clearly better all time. And I wanted like yeah. non-Packers bias to be in that. That's why I brought up Breeze. They're clearly right. better all time than Eli Manning. So the two Super Bowl club is very legit. And Mahomes is not Eli Manning. <laughs> That's where I'm getting at it. So if he exactly. gets number two, it puts some leaps ahead of a lot of guys. Or, or even if somebody grabs number one, like if Burrow grabs number one, it's like mm-hmm. okay. Like now it's on, right? Big deal. If Hurts 
takes that, you know, he's going to take that step. He grabs huge deal, huge monster deal. deal in my the, eyes. The yeah. Really, really the worst case scenario I think is if Brock Purdy grabs number one, because I don't think we see a legacy stat, you know, a legacy, you know, unless we have the next Brady on our hands. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, so, so for those of you who are new or, you know, haven't caught up, uh, we have been tallying our picks on every single game for the entire season. Uh, we are tied through the divisional round at 168 and 113. Uh, we both went three and one last week. So we're, that took us to 168 and 113. We were tied the week before. Uh, we've been tied since the playoffs started, which is crazy to think about. So uh, if somebody sweeps this week, it's over. It, it is over. Um, no matter what happens in the Super Bowl, it is over. We'll be playing for all-time numbers, I guess, which will start to stack over the years. Um, but it will be over. But the other season-long contest we've done uh, is Fantasy Frenzy, which is a week-long or a week, week, week-to-week fantasy contest where we draft players in uh, each team. Each draft a fantasy team each week and feel the feel the roster um, during the regular season. Uh, if a player was taken the week before, we couldn't take them. That's not the case uh, in the playoffs. We can take anybody available because there's only four teams left, so it gets a little dicey. But uh, Christian has a 10 to six head-to-head lead on me. Uh, he has 2,118 total points after last week, and I have 2,050. Um, but I did get the win last week. Mm. Um, I had 133.5. You had 106.4. And Jake, who drafted from our scraps at 112 and a half yeah. points and beat you, which I found it just Gano let me down, man. Graham Gano is usually Gano, solid for like nine. He did let, let you me down. down. I got, uh, you know, I, you know what? No, um, I'm not. No, I'm tipping my head to Jake though. If you draft from like we literally picked our entire rosters, yeah, and then he oh, still beat yeah. me with like the leftovers. Oh, and like, and I gotta give Jake credit went, there. Jake went four and up in on the picks his, on his game picks. He had the Eagles and the Bengals and the Niners wow. and the Chiefs. So shout out Jake. I know he's listening. To the show yeah, showed us. You know, that's yeah, us that's up. a good that's a good call, man. It's um, really good call. Go four and zero in a division. They should have ran a parlay, but. Um, yeah. Oh yeah! Shout out! Did you see the guy? This is did you see the guy who parlayed all of the first touchdown scores? And he got it. He got them. Yeah, all. he put he put five dollars down and won seventy k. He got all the first touchdown scores. Here's oh jeez! Yeah. the crazy part is I. This sounds like SpongeBob, but I know a guy who knows that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know a guy who knows yeah. that guy who knows that guy. <laughs> yeah, except it's just one. I know a guy who knew that guy. So, um, okay. yeah. No, that's, hey, that's really cool. Um, um, I but, guess we can just heat yeah. right into it. Not going to lie, I got the uh, little battery alert on my uh, oh, device yeah. here. So <laughs> You do get the first pick. Loser gets first pick. So, uh all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. loser. I'll go with Travis Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, the staple yeah. of what we've done all year long. Yeah, I figured there. I, I figured you would. Um, and this is where things get a little interesting. I don't know where I want to go. I, I, you know what? Yeah, I do. I'll take Chris McCaffrey. That's. I won't lock give in you the running back. Yeah. No, no knock on that. Uh, Jamar Chase, wide receiver one. Yes, please. Uh, I think that's gonna be a shootout over in Arrowhead. Yeah, that's 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 fairly solid take. Um, let me think about this. Hmm. It's gonna start to fall off fast, man. Oh, I'm it's falling off. Guy. Really, it, it falls off, off really, really quick, quick here. <laughs> um, 
Hmm. This is, this is interesting. Cause I actually, I have, all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll go AJ Brown. I'll grab the other wide receiver. The, the big name um, who's available right now. <laughs> you got a smile on your face. So who you grabbing? I just appreciate you leaving me a running back. I'll take Joe Mixon. Uh, yeah, I, I thought <laughs> about it, but scared I, of me running back starved. But nice. I would have been receiver star. I would have been receiver star. So that was the problem. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take George Kittle here. I think that that that, that is a necessary thing to gatekeep from you because it worked for me last week. So you really th- you were th- you thought I was gonna take that little dual dual tight it worked end for strat. Me. It worked for me it last. It does. It does. Um, <laughs> I got. Like I took it off the board. Yeah, no, it narrows things down for me. Uh, I'll grab my wide receiver two here in uh, Devontae Smith. Yeah, that's um, I really, I thought about taking him before Brown. I know. It, I as weird as it really sounds, like, in the playoffs, it seems like, especially, uh, they're gonna key on, key in a bit on AJ Brown. Uh, but really, I, Devontae yeah. Smith is an amazing wide receiver too. He really should be a wide receiver one on a lot of other teams. So yeah, that's that's very fair. Um this is this is where things get it's falling off. Uh yeah, I, I guess the smart pick here is T Higgins um before we <laughs> dive into the scalping running backs. So um T Higgins wide receiver two. Flex or running back? Yeah, no, I, I, I'm gonna get Debo my flex. I'll I'll take a I chance know. with the running backs and just hope that my receivers go off. <laughs> uh, no, that's uh, I feel like it's the basketball the... wide receiver room I can get. All right, I'm, I'm gonna this. I'm going Boomer Bus or RB two. Um, I'm taking Jarek McKinnon. I I I this is problematic. <laughs> I, t- I took the I took a safe play last week on Miles Sanders, and uh, it did not pan out very well for me. So I'll take the risky play and hope it does this week. Yeah, considering I I don't love anything I've got for me right now, I'll just lock out Jalen Hurts, get my quarterback off the board, um, and I'll I'll keep pacing on my running back. <laughs> That's very good grief. Um, okay, the flex. I'm between uh, Brandon Ayuk because you can't get another receiver, and um, would... well, you can't get another, or or Gallus, Gallus Goddard, uh, Dallas Goddard, um, who had a solid week last week for Jake actually, which was mm-hmm. uh, or no, he had Hayden Hurst, but Goddard had a solid week last week. Hurst had a good week too. That's what really helped Jake get 17 out of them, but. Um, for the flex, I think we got to duel out the Niners receivers here. Ayuk's been having this pretty solid run. Um, I'll, I'll take Brandon Ayuk. All right, I've decided on Miles Sanders. I'm probably gonna get burned, but hopefully, he just vultures. The I, I don't know if there's a honestly, much better, be... unless you're gonna take like, oh, dude, dude. I... A weird part of me was like, man, I should take Boston Scott. So no, let it be known if he goes dude. off. I called oh, it. But... I should have taken Isaiah Pacheco in my flex. Dang. Oh, just completely locked me out. That was who I was debating between. But I have a feeling McKinnon's actually going to go off and Pacheco's going to get me nothing. So, All right. So this uh, guy was big time for me last week, and I think he will be again this week. I'm taking the guy who's never missed a kick in his playoff career. Give me Robbie Gold, baby. He got me 16 big ones last week. Wow, 16. Yeah. Um, that guy is living legend at the position. I'm going to take his defense. 
go 49ers defense here. Double down on my word that Niners advance to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then for my defense, oh man, I'm see I'm between the Eagles and Cincinnati, and I don't I don't like either of them. But uh I'm gonna just yeah. I'm gonna roll with the Eagles um based on the idea I think they're gonna get me a couple sacks, hopefully turn the rookie over. Doesn't turn it over a lot, but uh, it's better than going against Mahomes at home. So Evan Money McPherson, even though he's going to be kicking a lot of field goals that aren't going to be worth a whole lot because Chiefs are going to win the game. Uh, (laughs) But, yeah, I know. If they're settling for field goals, that's good. So, again, I'll double down on my uh, post – no, not post-game, pre-game. You get the idea. Prediction. So, I could could double down on my uh, AFC Championship prediction at quarterback, or I could hedge it. Uh, Burrow or Mahomes – yeah, I really don't know. This This to me is a complete coin toss, but um, I, I got to go Burrow. He seems to be really just for the reason of doubling down on my AFC championship. I can think they're going to win, and they're not going to win unless Burrow plays good. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to roll with, with Joe Shiesty, Joe Cool in the AFC championship. This got dicey really, really quick. I definitely had to go off my own script. <laughs> so... Um, but it's I have Burrow, McCaffrey, McKinnon, Brown, Higgins, Kittle, Ayuk, Gold, and Philly, and you have Hertz, Mixon, Sanders, Chase, Smith, Kelsey, Samuel, McPherson, and the Niners defense. Um, probably could have grabbed Joe Mixon, but I don't know. I just got to sometimes you just get that feeling, man. Sometimes you just get that feeling. Yeah. But right, uh, we'll close it out with a little bit of who he played for. So uh, I'll let you go first. For those of you that are new, we basically name the player, the teams that these players played for, and we try to guess. So um, balls in your court, or do you want me to go first? Oh, how many, I, I, how many I got, guys do you have? I got two. All right, I'll go first. I, I got three. Okay. I'll go first. Um, let, me, let me pull up his football reference page. Um, all right. I tried to – well, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, this guy – and by rule, I have to tell you offense or defense. This guy played uh, – plays defense, still currently in the league. Um, originally drafted by the uh, New Orleans Saints. He then spent time with the Patriots, then spent time with the Bears, and then this season played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I want to say it's Akeem Hicks. Is that your guess? Can I hear the teams again in order? Yep. Saints, Patriots, Bears, Buccaneers. The Hicks thing checks out. It really does. I'm going to go with Akeem Hicks. Dang it. Dude, I felt so good about that. That's a great one. Yeah, it's... Because I felt like uh, the Patriots are going to throw you off. Man, Didn't even spend a full season there. Yeah, no, for some reason, man. So I some of these some of these linemen just they leave an impression. Out, shout out Laquan Treadmill, man. I'll, I'll never live up to that. Yeah, the, the the stumper, dude. I I still even that career path, I don't remember. Um <laughs> but uh, offense is uh my first guy. He was drafted in twenty fourteen by the Miami Dolphins. He spent four years with the Dolphins, and then in twenty eighteen. He, uh, what year was he drafted? Uh, Sorry. 2014. 2014. Okay. Right. So he spent his four, first four years there. Then from 2018 to 2021, he was with the Browns for another four years. 
And now he currently resides with the Saints. That's where he played last year. Or this year, I'm sorry. Uh, Jarvis Landry. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah I thought the all right. Career path, be a little dice, but okay. Um, all right. All right. I've got one here. Um, this guy was originally drafted by the Chicago Bears. Um, he then spent time with the New York Giants and currently plays for the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. So I heard Bears. And what was the second team? Bears, Giants, 49ers. Bears, Giants, 49ers, and he was on offense? Uh, defense, technically. Defensively? Technically, that's an interesting one. Um, Bears, Giants, 49ers. It's not Gibson. I'd really be shocked. This is going to be a... This he has spent... He, he, I'll give you a hint, too. He has played... Uh, both offense and defense. What in the world? What are you nuts? Bears. It's got to be like a practice squad guy or like somebody that got. You've definitely man. heard of this guy. Originally drafted in 2005 by the Bears. Um, he went to the Giants in 2016, and he's been with the Niners ever since 2017. 2005. <laughs> <laughs> he's on defense. He's peeled over. I mean, it's probably like a fullback, you know, D lineman deal. I just don't know who uh, it is. I say he's played both. He, he's best known as a special teamer. That's why, I, you know, it's – I didn't know really know how to answer that question. So, for offense or defense. Yeah, like 2005. Wait a second. Wait, so are you saying he's on special teams? Because that's like a third part of the ball. He is best known. Because now I'm thinking it's Robbie Gold, like he just pulled a kicker on me. <laughs> Which that's dude, that's you can't say he's on defense. Come I on. didn't know what to say. Robbie though. Gold isn't tackling like, anybody. Like, you just say like, special teams. We'll go for like that, but that I, we even had that. You know, you know that would have given. Yeah, but it's, no kicker is a offense or defensive player. Same thing with punter. That's why I didn't know what to say, so I said both. So you should. Right, <laughs> I'm glad I still got it. But I was like, what dude is still kicking it? 2005, yeah, Robbie Gold. Okay. I just felt like um, I didn't remember him on the Giants, man. That that was the main uh, the main loop there. So shout out to anybody if they got that before I said he was a special team. So uh, let's say uh, that's, that's a fair take. Fair take. Um. All right. You know what? I'm changing my guy. I don't like him. I I got I got another guy in mind. The first one was too easy, so I, I got to go a little bit harder. No, oh, this is um. Sorry, can't let you get two wins. Uh, this guy was drafted by the Giants. Uh, in 2015, defensive okay. side of the ball. Oh God. He spent time there, and then in 2019 went to the uh. Well, I guess at the time Redskins, but currently the Commanders. He spent a couple years there, and this season wound up back with the Giants. God, the only guy I can think of who would have been drafted around that time. I I, I don't know if he played for the 
Commanders, though. I think he did. I guess I'm going to guess Landon Collins. No, like no other hints or anything. You're just going to go with that. Uh, I mean, Landon Collins comes to mind. It's, it's going to take a lot for me to not guess him. There was a you giant... sure you didn't play for another team? I no, I'm not sure like if he Philly. did. Did Landon Collins play for Philly? Like I <laughs> um the other guy, what was that cornerback's name? Um who was fairly decent with the Giants. I keep thinking of Desmond Troop on, but that was the Falcons, so I know it's not him. Back in those those 2010s days. Defender with the Giants. Man, I don't. Hmm. So I don't know if I can name anybody on their defense right now because they're so poor. Besides Kayvon Thibodeau, but he's a rookie. Uh, That's bad. Or Julian Love, but he was drafted by the Giants. So, um, yeah, I, I guess I'll, I guess I'll guess Landon Collins. It made me feel pretty inconfident in that. So, yeah, that was the goal. Um, <laughs> I never ruled them out because it was like oh, you suck. You suck so much. He just throws oh, out. He throws out Billy. He was like, "Oh, he's totally good for Billy." Like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> oh, okay. So career. What would have been easier though? There's a guy that was drafted in 2014. He was with the Rams, and 2019, he uh, I believe went to the Bears, and for a couple seasons, he was with Bears. And then now, midway through this season, he got traded to the Eagles. Oh, it's Robert Quinn. Exactly. So yeah. I, I had to think crazy of somebody else. Too, what's crazy, too, is I was going to say Robert Quinn for you. And then I looked at his thing, and I was like, this is way too easy. It no. seems so easy. That trade <laughs> kind of threw a wrench in it. I was like, his career path is kind of interesting, and then it really wasn't. But, yeah. no, I'll right, uh, hear you out in this last one One more here, for yeah. you. This is a defender. Um, played on some, well, you know what? I'm not going to say that. Uh, I don't say I don't give you any any benefit of the doubt now. But originally drafted <laughs> by the Detroit Lions, I uh, then spent time with the Miami Dolphins. I uh, then was with the Los Angeles Rams, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You really picked Nick Dominic Sue. <laughs> he was my other guy. Oh yeah, no, the Lions. Honestly, Lions Dolphins career path was like to our era. Like that's he was true. so prominent with the Lions. Then the That's Dolphins true. deal was a mega deal. He kind of like, like bounced around. I don't remember him on the Rams too when they went to the Super Bowl. I, I don't either. remember that. Uh, yeah. And then Tampa, I remember he spent three years there, and then I was like, oh, I didn't really know he was in Philly until like a week or two ago because he kind of had a quiet season. But uh, right, they were just adding beef in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Well, I start pulling harder names, man. Yeah. I, I started like trying to make it a little bit easier to. For like viewership's sake, but we might want a little too easy this week. I might have. Did any of us four. get one wrong? No. Yeah, that's that's, that's a sign. We got to make some. Changes. No, that's a sign we're getting better, man. That's a sign we're getting better. No, I just, I need <laughs> dude. To I just thought of backups. A, I just thought of a career. I was like, oh, who's a career backup like special teamer? And I'm like, oh, Matthew Slater. I wonder what his career path is. No, he's only played Patriots, Patriots yeah. for well, since 2008. I was say basically just run 2008, then with this team. That's great. start guessing pads, bro. Like, bro, bro was collecting rings on the, on the special teams. 
Respect. He's got so many more rings than ten, so many prominent quarterbacks. Ten Pro Bowls. Oh my yeah. gosh. What a legendary what special a, teamer. What a what that is the definition of a legendary special teamer. We're gonna sprinkle in kickers. We're gonna have to start sprinkling in other special teamers too. That's the problem. But um all right. Um, sure. Sure. <laughs> um any closing thoughts before we uh close up shop? No, honestly, I'm I'm all good to go. I'm really excited for uh this this upcoming you know conference championship matchups. Best Sunday uh, of the year. In terms this of, one, yeah. Next week, I don't really know what we're gonna do though. Pro Bowl. Uh, we'll have to. We can back uh, to you guys we on can, that. We can do some NBA and then we can uh, slander the flag football. Yeah, well. yeah. I mean, just crap <laughs> on it real quick, but no, I'm not. I'm not doing a game pick for the uh, Pro Bowl I'm flag either, football. Bro. Game. I'm not deep diving the Pro Bowl. I, I draw lines. <laughs> I know I I'm obsessed with hey, football. Hey, we. I'd, but... I'd be willing to draw the lines or, or deep dive the Pro Bowl dodgeball game. Maybe. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um. All right. Uh, Thanks again for listening, guys. We'll be back for our reaction next week. Um, Be sure to check us out on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, the whole shebang. I'm pushing out a lot of content on TikTok so far. So a lot of unique takes, things you don't hear on here, shorter bits. Uh, We're talking about Kobe's legacy this week. Uh, We talked about Josh Allen, like I said, a couple other things. So be sure to check us out there. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Catch you guys next week. Take care.